The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more over the line. This smoking, you're over the line. That's a problem. Is the cigar authority? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stump. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenolivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, January 20, 2018, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. The Pepsi Challenge turned Coca-Cola from the leader into the follower, but letting people choose what they liked, which they think they liked better. Today on the Cigar Authority, we will see which we like better, A or B, C or D. We go to Cigar Smoking Blind. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network and catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on the CigarAuthority.com. Okay, so let's get to it because we got four cigars to smoke in two hours. Kids don't try this at home. We're professionals. And uh, still not feeling uh, up to uh, my, my fighting uh, smoking. I'm like, what the hell are you handing me six cigars for? But there we go. we each get two. We each get two. So the Pepsi Challenge was a legendary marketing promotion started in 1975 in which uh, regular people would taste test one cup filled with Pepsi and another cup filled with Coca-Cola. Upon tasting the colas, drinkers would be asked simply, which do you prefer? The challenge originally took the form of a single blind taste test at malls, shopping centers, and other locations like beaches and things like that. A Pepsi representative would set up a table with two white cups, one containing Pepsi and one containing Coca-Cola. Shoppers are encouraged to taste both colas and select which drink they prefer. Then the representative would reveal the two bottles in which the tasters uh, could see which, whether they preferred the Coke or the Pepsi. The results of the test leaned towards the consensus that Pepsi was preferred by more Americans. New Coke was the official name of the reformulated Coca-Cola introduced in April 1985 by Coca-Cola now, Company. At, at this point, they are the number one soft drink on the planet. Number one item. Number one product. Period. Yeah. No, Pepsi never releases the actual results. They just right. make the com- cut the commercials and make it look more like it was Americans Pepsi. More Americans prefer... 
That's what they say, but they yep. never actually release the results. Yep. And Coke decides, you know what? We're going to stop S- being number one. Scrap it. Scrap the product. Throw this away. Yep. It's no good. Uh, we're going to make a new one. New And change the formula of the number one sold item in the world, Coca-Cola. 1985, I remember it. This is when we opened Two Guys Smoke Shop, right? 1985. And they come out with new Coke. And Coca-Cola market share had been losing ground beforehand to diet soft drinks in non-cola beverages. Uh, like Tab, for example. Yes. Tab. Tab was Remember big. Tab? Man. Yes, I do. Pink can? Yes. You How drink. can I have a tab? You haven't bought anything yet. Anything? <laughs> that's, uh, no. that's, really? Hang on. That's uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs> you put as a tab, and the guy's like, because they went back to the future. A tab. He said, how can I charge anything? You haven't but ordered anything. You haven't ordered anything yet. No, a tab. He wanted to drink a tab. Uh, consumers uh, who purchased regular cola seem to prefer a sweeter taste rival of Pepsi Cola, or uh, as Coca-Cola leaned, uh, learned in conducting blind taste tests. But So Coca-Cola sees a drop-off of sales. It's due to diet sola, uh, colas and to non-colas such as Sprite and things like that. So that's why sales are dropping. In the meantime, Pepsi is doing this Pepsi challenge saying people are uh, liking Pepsi, the sweeter Pepsi than Coca-Cola. So Pepsi goes in, Coca-Cola goes in a panic mode and actually squashes the formula the winning formula and go to Imagine the, if to they throw it away. Imagine if it was on a piece of paper. The guy goes in the safe and but, just lights it on fire, and now they have no recipe ever again. But now we can go conspiracy theory. Was this part of the plan? Because we're still talking about yep. it 30 years later. Well, it, some people think that. However, American public reaction was very negative, even hostile. And the new cola wars, uh, it became a major failure. So in a matter of just a few months comes the, the rapid introduction of Coke's original formula, formula rebranded Coca-Cola Classic. So new Coke is on the market and Coca-Cola Classic is on the market. And all the people that were complaining that the old Coca-Cola went, went by, all of a sudden here is Coca-Cola Classic. Three months after New Coke is released. For Coke. me, it's never been the same since they took cocaine out of it. That's right. Do you remember the remember the uh, the, the clear one? Was it Pepsi Clear? Pepsi yeah. Clear, yeah. Remember Pepsi Light? Uh, not Pepsi Light. What's the one? Crystal Pepsi. Or the Pepsi one? Pepsi Clear. It was, yeah. yeah but it, it was, was crystal the one that Pepsi. had the lemon right on the can. And it was Crystal Pepsi, wasn't it? It was Crystal Pepsi. That's what the name Yeah, was. no color or whatever. We, we had a girl that we went to grade school with, and her name was Crystal Coke, and we used to tease her when Crystal Pepsi was out. Oh, that really? That was going to be the next. So in the book, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking, 2005, the author represented uh, enhanced that that suggested that Pepsi's success over the Cola Wars and the Pepsi Challenge is a result of the flawed nature of the SIP test method. His research showed that his research showed that tasters would generally prefer, generally prefer the sweeter of the two beverages based on just a little sip. That it dramatically changes if you you drank a whole glass full. That's what Pepsi Challenge was all about. Uh, but there was another book, the other guy blinked, which I had read, which was the the guy from uh, Pepsi making the other guy blink, which is Coca-Cola, right. by, by doing this type of thing, uh, it really made you think as a consumer of going up there and, and tasting both of them. And I did it a bunch of times. Over yeah, yeah you got to wonder how many, if you could track those sales, how many times after the Pepsi Challenge did somebody go in and buy a bottle of each, which would help both companies. But 
you, when you did the test and you tasted and you say, I like A better than B, and then they lift it and say it came out to be Coca-Cola was A, you'd say, oh, I got it wrong. Because they actually put in your mind that you're supposed to like Pepsi better. Right. So you'd think you got it wrong. And I remember being with somebody who says, ah, I got it wrong. And I go, you didn't get it wrong. Which one do you prefer? It's not, did you get it wrong? But the wrong answer is picking the other guy's product, which is taking us to what we're going to do here today, which is A versus B. And the good news is I had done this. Uh, Oliver Nouveau for United Cigars did this. We had, uh, had an event. He's actually doing them around the country. He did it in Vegas. He did it up here. He went, uh, I guess, yesterday was up in uh, uh, New York doing it. And it's different cigars each time. And, and, you know, these are not those cigars that we did. But I decided to do it with us, the A versus B. And, of course, I know what they are, or I did know Actually, two weeks ago. <laughs> well, because this was last week's show. Right. But I Which I did the week before. Wisdom and, and teeth I, out and I, you were sick. And I went away and it was all kinds of different cigars. And I got the answer in an envelope in the bands. I'm going to say I know what company makes A based on the amount of glue that's on the wrapper. Really? Yes. So I got A versus B and they're a little different in size, but they're close. They're, I think the exact same height, but A seems a little thinner than B. So we don't know what it is. I think I do know what it is now. I should know what it is. I took the bands off and did this whole thing, but it, it'll come to me when I light it up anyway, although my taste buds are not 100% by any means. This is bronchial, by the way. I don't have the flu. Good. So that's good news. Uh, smoking four cigars in the next two hours. I don't know how good that is. But <coughs> this is, again, back to last week's show. The show must go on. Correct. Doesn't matter. Here I am, and I'm going to fight through it. So let's give them uh, – so how all of it did it, by the way, is on his little chart, he had appearance. Yeah. So this is even before you look at – before you even smoke the cigars, you're, you're looking to choose which one in appearance is the best. Then as you smoke it, you're going to write the burn, which one is burning better, the ash and the burn, the overall burn, and then it becomes taste at that point. I think there was a fourth one. Well, if I'm going to go on appearance. Well, I would say don't say it out loud because we're all playing this. And the last one is going to be overall winner, right? So. Um, you think I'm, I'm going to sway your opinion on the cigar <laughs> after all these years? Me saying something is going to make you think something? Well, you may sway them. I already have my mind made up which one looks better. All right, Ed, you got your mind made up which looks better? I do. Uh, All right, on the count of three, best non-pornographic magazines, the best of me, so good housekeeping. <laughs> uh, B looks better than A. I concur. B, As do B, I. B does look better. Right. I, I would say... It's a little thicker. It's, yeah, neither neither wrapper is wowing me, but yeah. if I had to pick between the two, I would pick that B does have a better appearance. Right, I, I agree. And I'm get, I get a little bit of extra glue on my A as well, which I, uh, I don't think um, taken away from the appearance. And, and it's almost, this is the one that's not subjective to taste or anything. One looks better, B looks better than A. I mean, yeah. it's cut and dry here, right? It is. So I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say A. Don't get to, you can't say anything. We haven't spoken <laughs> I'm just saying AF. You can't say anything. Say the glue. Can't say anything. All right, so let's, let's give them both a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, 
in excellence. Excellence. Yeah, don't talk negative about any of them because uh, you don't know what they are. But be embarrassing if be, we spoke negatively and one of them was a Garofalo. That's right. I'll be on the unemployment line on Monday. No, it is what it is. But the, the key here is all we want to know, you want to give me a lot of information. What do you prefer? That's it. I don't want you to guess what the brand is, guess what the country is, guess what the... It's, it, it, the, the Pepsi challenges is which do you prefer? But we'll get a little deeper into which do you prefer because there's many reasons why you want to prefer it. My cigars are dry a bit. I don't know about you. Mine, mine but, are perfect. But see, if you look at the Pepsi challenge, a true soda authority mm. would know that Coca-Cola is a little bit thicker than Pepsi. So therefore, you'd be able to tell which is which. They don't care which is which. Which do you prefer? Coca-Cola. But what I'm trying to say is we don't care if you know which one is which. We don't care if you know what cigar that is. All we're asking you is one simple question. Which do you prefer? And which do you prefer do you with appearance? Which, which one do you we prefer? prefer? Is yes, that what you're looking for? Yeah, but he wants to tell me. He wants to show us all that he know. he's so smart he can guess <laughs> which, Coca, which is Coca-Cola and which is Pepsi. That's not the, the game. Barry, if you could yes. just tell us which one you prefer, okay. that would be great. All right, so we are going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Comet. And I cannot show that at the moment, Jonathan. All right. I'll just do my pitch anyway. So the uh, Vertigo Comet features two jets that are slightly angled in toward each other. It has a flip-out bullet punch, and it retails for $24.99. And I know what you're wondering. I didn't say it yet. Does it feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it does. The Vertigo Comet, $24.99. I like the brushed steel look of the uh, lighter. It is cute. I got the, how did you get this lighter here? When I was down in Dominican Republic this week. And that's because it was a Vertigo. And I bled it. And I filled it up to the very, very top. And I put it in with my stuff. And I got it there. And I was the cool guy. But they did have, at one of the places I went to, a lighter on the table uh, on, on the guy's desk. Five jets. And I'm telling you, big jets, ridiculous. Remember when you lit, lit up on the stage yes. over here and the thing? This was every single time. It was, a, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Were they uh, sabotaged by Dr. Jonathan Goodhead? No. <laughs> I see your, your issue, I think, Ed. Maybe not. Right now, my issue is a dead mouse. Aha. All right. Uh, battery? I don't know. Just changed it out with no positive effect. But move on. I'll continue in the background. All right. So A versus B, smoking two cigars at the same time. Once again, children, don't try this at home with professionals. Uh, the draw on B for me is better. Now, that could be because it's, it, it appears to be about two thicker. ring gauge thicker. Yeah. So by two, you mean like Stronger. 48 to 50 or 48 to 52? B is stronger than A. B Taste-wise, there's more flavor. Much stronger. I don't know about much. I forget what these are. I'm going to be honest with you. I have an idea what A is, but I forget what B is completely. It'll come to me. But I agree with you. The drawer on B is a little bit better than the A. Yeah, I think... Not that A is bad. No, no. A A is not bad. A is tugging a little bit. B is easy draw. (laughs) Yeah, if you like a cigar with a little bit of a heavier draw, you would probably have picked A. If you like a cigar with a little bit freer draw, you would probably pick B. 
That's right. So which is better? Which do you prefer? Which, you know, which is better is up to the person, what they end up liking when it comes to, because they're both fine. Neither of them, on my two, would I say is bad, but B is going very, very easy. Draws like a straw, I'd like to say, on B. Where A, you got to pull a little bit, but it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm certainly, I'm by no means complaining about A. Uh, just in the, which one do I prefer the draw on? Right now, it's B. I smoked a lot of cigars while I was away, not tasting them very well, trying, you know, trying to make some major decisions, financially yeah. major decisions, while not being able to taste well. So I ended up bringing some stuff home. There was just no way. But I like to pull the trigger when I'm down there. Quite a bit more of a uh, spice component in B than A. A is a little bit sweeter. A, I, I'm finding to be woody. There's a uh, sawd- burning sawdust component in A that I'm not getting in B. B, I'm getting a, a spice component. So I went to the baseball game while I was down there. I was just going to ask you about that. Yellow versus blue. <laughs> it's all color, color-coded uh, for your enjoyment, but... I, I urge you to go to the Dominican Republic and go to a baseball game. Was it the Dominican World Series again? Because last yes. year you went to the Dominican this World w- Series. This was the playoffs of the two number one teams. So one of them goes ahead. Yep. Two that are number one tied. So one of them went ahead. And unfortunately for the yellow team, which is where the area I was staying in, in Santiago, the yellow team ended up losing. The blue team ended up winning. Um, but... Let me tell you the entertainment factor of the game itself, and a lot of it is the alcohol consumption is ridiculous. <laughs> they they serve full bottles of of uh, Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, rum, whatever it is, by the full bottle. You, you don't order a cocktail; you order what you what you're having to drink, and they get the whole bottle. And they must have had problems years ago because they get a plastic bottle and they uncap the glass bottle they pour it into the plastic bottle till it fills there's no more space then they give you the glass bottle to pour yourself a drink to finish off that and then give you the whole bottle with a little bucket of ice and whatever mixes you want and there you are you got your own little table party going on at this time and this is happening everywhere everybody's doing this and the price is about 50% cheaper than what a supermarket would charge for that bottle. It's the cheapest of anywhere you can go. So people actually go to the game to drink because it's so much cheaper to go. You can buy a cheap ticket and you go drinking all night. So now now the game ends up starting. So really, baseball is not all that popular in the Dominican Republic because of baseball. It's that popular because it's a drunk fest. It's a drunk fest, and then they get the girls on, on the um, dugouts. player dugouts dancing half naked. Um, music in between each pitch, not in between each player, in between each pitch. It's crazy. The whole thing is insane. And then as they start getting drunk and stuff, people start yelling and screaming at each other. So you got fights breaking out and things like that. But for the most part, I would say very uh, a lot calmer than it would normally be, say, at Fenway Park, even with near beer or whatever. And these guys are totally wasted. Uh, the, the place is a drunk fest. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you end up with uh, 30,000 people that love each other yes, at the end of the night. M- more of that. And uh, the, 
even though everybody had a great time, even though their team lost, the home team ended up losing, laughing and having fun, and it's the craziest thing. And then the, the next day, everybody's still talking about it wherever you went. And uh, it was you, you got to go because it's it's a, it's a real experience and low price everything even tickets to low price. It's Did you partake in a drink? I had a drink. What'd you drink? Presidente, hardcore liquor. I had a beer. I had Coca-Cola, a Pepsi. No, I had a uh, Presidente. I had a beer uh, because I didn't want to have a whole bottle. Of, you have no. It's not like you can order. Give me a rum and coke. You're getting a bottle of rum and a bottle of coke and a thing of ice. That's what, in limes. That's what you're gonna get if you say give me. But it's still cheap. It's like three bucks. Wow. So everybody's wasted. Uh, I uh, went with the Dominguez's, uh, Jose and Jose Dominguez, uh, to the game. Um, um, then the following day, I ended up meeting up with uh, Hochi Blanco, La Galera. Nice. And uh, see, see all the new things that they got coming up and uh, different packaging changes and a new size of La Galera, which uh, I may have one. Oh, yeah? Just outstanding. One? There's four of Maybe us. Maybe this. I don't have four. <laughs> Stop trying to get free stuff. <laughs> Sorry, off. it's the blogger in me. Um, Seducing you. I saw Abe Flores, um, who um, lost a lot of weight. He's down maybe 70 pounds or wow. something from there. Dramatic. Dramatic. I'm like, holy God. Um, I'm down 39 pounds, by the way. Waiting this morning at 183, down from 222. Pretty excited. 183. I'm almost uh, three pounds from now. I'll be at my high school weight. Uh, Eric and Bobby Newman were there, along with all the Newmans. They were doing their national sales meeting, staying at the same hotel. Um, so I would see those guys all the time. Spent a little time with them. The Davidoff crew saw them at dinner one night. Uh, Jim Young and Doug and all the gang there no from uh, Davidoff. Uh, and I understand that they actually traveled in the same plane together. I got some information. So is there something going on there? Uh, they asked me. They said, we were traveling on the same team. I said, I, I know. I already got my information. <laughs> well, do you want to ask any questions? I said, I got everything I need. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make something up real right. good for you guys. So uh, and I and I, I was that was the ne- the day after the baseball game, so I said and I know they're big baseball fans, uh, even the Newmans. And I said, oh my God, I went to the game last night, and they said we have to go one of these days. I said you have never gone to a baseball game, both of them, no both kidding. of them. I said you got to be crazy because every time I go down there, they take me to a baseball game, and all the times they go to Dominican, they never went. I said you have to go to the baseball game, no matter what, you have to go. That's not good, right? That it's is, good. it's not good. That's not good. What, uh, physical memory dump. Is this good? No. This is not good. So no. we so are still I, recording. We're still yes. recording. I'll, I'll deal with this, and you guys keep talking. We'll be putting up an audio only on YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> There's nothing to see here anyway, folks. I think uh, this might be the very first time, Ed Sullivan, that Dave will not uh, scream at a producer for something happening. Well, I saw it. He yeah. just saw it. Yeah, blue screen of death. Wow. Trying to... Uh, yeah, Sean Rogers, one of our studio audience, was just telling us of an update that's causing havoc on computers all over the place. No kidding. We're having it right now. But we have a backup. We have we a physical do. backup. We the, have... Of the redundancy on yeah. top of redundancy. So the show must go on. We're doing the show no matter what. That's right. So A versus B. What do you got? Because we can't even go to commercial. 
So. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> we're, we're stuck. Yeah. We don't have a backup for commercials. Uh, the computer's rebooting, as everybody just heard. <laughs> uh, my A just went out. And this is the tough thing about trying to talk, smoking two cigars at once. As I say, you need to be a professional to pull this off. Clear, which clearly you are not. Right. You know how many two, three at the same times I did while I was there? Oh, I'm sure. Ridiculous. I had my uh, first, second, and third sneeze since my procedure. How'd you like that? Uh, the first one I did not like. Uh, and if I have to sneeze on the show, I will be, you will hear it because it is loud, and I let it all out. I held back just a little bit, and I saw into the future. It was, yeah. There was some pain going on there. Uh, but the good news is I had my one-week checkup, and I've got very moist sockets. Nothing dry about them. Yeah, and, uh, moist I can, sockets. I can smoke cigars There's again. so much that could be said yes. there. Yes. <laughs> is it, can you get something dirty out of that? Uh, without a doubt. Yeah, no, no, there's no problem on that. <clears throat> so uh, they've had some rain down in the Dominican Republic before I got there. But it was away from where the crop were was the heavy rains and stuff. So they actually are saying they have a great crop. Nice. After a great crop last year. Yeah, and our friend uh, Manuela Noah from La Aurora was saying on the conversation the other day that I had with him that it is one of the best crop growing yeah. seasons in a very long time. Mm. This is the talk that happens down there. You know, I'm looking at the cigars mm-hmm. and stuff, and they're, they're looking into the future. They're looking mm-hmm. at the seed that's planted in the ground. Yeah, because right you're now. looking at least, yeah. at least three years from mm-hmm. now that we'll see the results of those crops, yeah. which a good blender will be able to hide the fact that they had a good year uh, because you want everything to be average anyways. Yeah. I smoke some cigars I can't talk about, unfortunately. Tease. Yeah. No, I'm just telling you that I'm like... Yeah, don't say anything about this, but here you go. I guess my socket's moist. Yeah. Who's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how to even respond. <laughs> just let it go. I have uh, no response to that. Ed Sullivan, you can probably start streaming again, and it'll just make two videos, and uh, worst case scenario, we can just splice the two together. Really? This would be crazy. Some post-production going on there, yeah. but we'll be all right. All right. You feel like you're up and running right now, Ed Sullivan, to go oh. to commercial or no? I feel um, very optimistic about the prospect, Dave. So what I love about Ed Sullivan is I would cra- I would have crapped my pants if that happened. He's calm. And he's over there, cool as a cucumber, probably has both cigars lit. I do now, <laughs> yeah. While, just- <laughs> while we were rebooting, I got them fired up. Nothing else he could do while he was rebooting. <laughs> I would still be suffering. We're smoking A versus B. When we come back, we're going to continue to pick our favorites. And later, we'll see how good the Cigar Adari panel is uh, by seeing if they can even guess what they are. But it's not important right now. What's important is which do you prefer better. We're smoking blind, and we're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. say it over and over again for many years. Please support your local cigar retailer. And I mean it. If you don't buy from them, they will go away and then what? There'll be no place to go. That being said, sometimes you're far away from any cigar shops or a place that doesn't carry the stuff you've been hearing about and you want to try it. That's where twoguyscigars.com comes in. 
It's the number twoguyscigars.com. And unlike most online cigar shops, at twoguyscigars.com, you can buy a single cigar of whatever you want. You don't have to buy boxes or even five packs and suffer through cigars you might not even like. One of this and one of that is acceptable, appreciated, and commonplace at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Thank you for your business. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. When the Cigar Authority returns on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is 
simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Hank Kelman and my son, Class Peter Kelman, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set, and we're smoking two cigars at the same time, and they have no idea what they are, especially Barry. <laughs> but all we want to know is, which do you prefer, A or B? We're talking to the audience. Yeah, the they, were, they with were. Us along. It's back and forth, right? It's a little I, I, I'm going to tell you, they're, they're very much on par at this point. So... Are they probably from the same country, same manufacturer, same? Different manufacturer, same country. Yeah. Because I don't think you would give us two of the cigars from the same company. I'm playing the man right now versus the cigar. Yeah. But I remember now. If I just, as I taste it, now I know exactly what they are. You base it, if you're basing your decision on burn, I'm hard-pressed to pick which one is burning better than the other. They're both burning pretty razor sharp. Well-aged wrappers on here. See, right right now, my deciding vote would be price point because they are so close. Now, we'll see what it is. Well, my A is falling apart, which is a little bit of a, a downer. No, I have a hole on my A from, it looks like the band. Now, remember, I took the bands off, of which could have something to do with a cigar unrolling a bit. You know, usually you don't take those bands off till after. Um, trying to hold <coughs> it together, but it, mine is two up here. Uh, but it's kind of dry. Mine, mine felt okay yeah. in the beginning. Although I did keep them in the humidifier and everything, tried to keep everything right. But we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, what happens with that. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the matchup of the week today is Clark W. Griswold versus Fletch in a home run derby. So it's the same person, right? 
but the different people, the different times. This is during the, the time as clocked out W. Griswold, which actually could be a few times because there were a few of them. Yeah. And then there's Fletch in a home run derby. Um, do you know both movies well? I know both movies. I know of National Lampoon's Vacation far better than I do Fletch. Right. I've only seen Fletch one or two times. Same here. I think Fletch Lives was a better movie anyway. No, God. <laughs> don't even say it. That tells you right off the bat you don't know what you're talking about. Fletch Lives. <laughs> that was the end of Fletch. Fletch Lives. Oh, I like when things jump the shark. Clark W. Griswold could do nothing right. So, therefore, I would go with Fletch. Didn't he fall off his roof? He fell off his lo- roof. Yeah, he's not athletic. You got to go with the guy that and didn't Fletch fall off his roof. Fletch was athletic. He was 6'4, 6'9 with the afro. <laughs> Played basketball. You're not allowed he was to a pick, younger man. You're not allowed to pick the, these anymore. I'm just telling you, you're, you're saying how was he athletically? Uh, I'm yes. going to go with Chevy Chase wins. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he, yes, he does. It's uh, it's Fletch all the way, and that was a dumb one. Just just to let you know. Because it's obviously Fletch, right? <laughs> no. In a home run derby? That's you basically asked us if we walk to school to bring a bring a lunch. I mean that's we're asking A or B, and this is the perfect A or B scenario. It it's was the not, same person. Maybe it, these are the same exact cigars. Not only Maybe was it they're not just perfect. different ring gauges. What am I messing with you? Oh my god. <laughs> What's going on here? Huh? Is it possible that the same exact cigar in just different sizes? No. Hmm? Could it be so accurately correct that they're it's not blowing only, your mind right now? They're not only not made in the same factory. I'm going to go different than Barry and say they're two different countries. Two different countries? It's two different countries. Clearly two different manufacturers. I'm going two manufacturers, same country. And Ed Sullivan's too locked up in his... Oh, no. No? I, I'll go with uh, two manufacturers, two countries. What does that mean, two countries? Two different countries? Yeah, I, I think A is definitely Dominican. B may have something else in it. Okay. They're both falling apart on me now. Um, they're both. Yeah, it's, the, the flavor profile is very similar. A might be a little bit sweeter than B, but they're similar. Can I... Uh, can I make a prediction about what's going on filler-wise? A little observation I'm making as I'm ashing? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think B is a some sort of uh, short-filled or mixed-filled product, whereas A appears to be long-filled based on how they're ashing and how they're coning. Okay, so first we have appearance. You pick A or B. What did, what did you guys say? Appearance? B. Appearance was definitely B. B. B across the board was appearance. So across the board. So that's all three, right? Yeah. Uh, burn. Burn, you, I, I can't tell the difference between the two. They're pretty damn close. Yeah, it's, it's tight. Very, very close. A, a little bit better for me. So, you know uh, what? I, I, I'm with you there, Ed. I think you could, you could give A the nod on burn. I mean, one's like a 9.9, one's like a 9.8. So it's close mm-hmm. enough to be a tie for me. All right, so we're going to... Why don't you just tell us which one is the 9.9? A. And then... All right, so we're going to give A the burn, uh, B the appearance. Now we're working on taste. Which one taste do you prefer? 
That's all. Taking the appearance away, taking the burn away, <coughs> because that's a 50-50 split right there, just about. Now it becomes taste. I know these balls. Ooh. B I went think... out on me this time. I had A go out on me twice, and now B went out, so it's my fault. I like I think... the sweetness of A a little bit more. But See, later in the day, I would probably like the, the, the spice of B. I'm... Uh... I'm digging on the spice of B more than I am digging on the woody characteristic that A is presenting. I'm a little lost now. This Would, is like a barbecue. Pick? A or B? Earlier in the day, A. Later in the day, B. So right A now. For A. A? This, what do you B. got? I'm B. going B. All right. Tiebreaker. What do you got? I am torn, but I am going on it. It's just got a little more oomph to it, but, you know, as you know, I prefer stronger cigars. Right. All right. So we got a B-A-B. Beb. B-A-B. B-E-B. B-I-B-I-B-U-B. It's so close, though. The fact that you are singing along with him, Walter, gives us a little bit of a window into who you are. Would you grow up in Somerville? Yeah. I can tell. Do you know where that comes from? That's right. That's right. They know. You know what? I would like to switch my answer because the retrohale of B is far more enjoyable than the retrohale A. Not that Jonathan would know. I'm not. I don't know what that's like. To me, B is what so happens. it's B anyway. It's B. B. Yeah. B is what happens when you use the wood from A and you smoke some meat. And you, you get a little spicy barbecue thing happening with B. A is you just took the piece of wood and you put it in your mouth. And I think I'm... Mid- Says you nailed it. Nailed it. So, I think I'm missing something from Oliver's thing. I think there were four of them, and then an overall. I got three. I can't remember what the fourth one would be. Aroma? No. Ash. Aaron is saying ash. Ash? Okay. So, the ash. You mentioned the ash was short-filled it, on... The, the, uh, they both held an ash for an inch, but the ash is breaking off a lot easier on B. Again, this could be ring gauge... I'm comparing not really apples to apples because when you don't have the same ring gauge, it's tough. All right, so Ash, what's the better Ash? You've got to say A. A has a stronger Ash, I think. They're both, they're both so freaking close appearance-wise on the Ash. The color Ash, too, is the same. Yeah. A little darker on B. Ed Sullivan, better Ash. Do you care oh. about Ash? I don't care much except when it falls on my clothing. So I think A is less likely to fall on my clothing. Okay. I'll go with that. A is less likely to put it in a hole in my shirt. So that makes it even tougher. (laughs) So now we have two A's and two B's. Excuse me. B-A-B-A. Baba. So now becomes the overall. So I guess you take nothing into consideration or you take everything into consideration and you come up with an overall winner. If I was going to put a cigar down and continue smoking a cigar, I would continue smoking B. And I'm not taking anything away from A because it is close for me, but I am enjoying B more than I'm enjoying A. Well, and what, we en- what, and what he ended up doing at a, at a certain point, that we're at that point, an hour or so in smoking the cigars, he says, you know, give, give me your answers and then put one of the cigars down in the ashtray and keep the one you want to keep and let me go through them and then went over and said, here's what the, what the results were. So uh, we'll do the same thing. Keep one of the cigars that, that you're going to smoke, A or B. Um, 
it doesn't count for me because I know what they are. I don't want to sway you, so I'm not going to put either of them down. It's not rocket science, parents. He's trying to do it right. He's, he's been smoking the cigar for 40 minutes. So, Ed Sullivan, I'm going to ask you to do the same. Which, which, I just put down A and kept B. Kept B. And Ed Sullivan, what are you doing? Uh, I'm torn. Uh, I'm keeping B. Keeping B. And so you only wanted to keep A because it was a smaller ring gauge. It felt more Corona-like to you. I know. But you kept B because of its strength? Yep. You kept? I kept B because? A little bit more complexity. And Especially with the retro hail. You kept? I kept B, and I've, I've just been enjoying B more than I was enjoying A. I, I liked A. I would smoke A again. B, to me, chain went to the next level on the retro hail. I'm so definitely, all pick B. I'm definitely smoking B again. When we find out what it is, I'm, I'm going to revisit this later in the week. All right, let's right now take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Dave, before I get into this, did you drink coffee on your flight to the DR or back from the DR? Probably. No, I don't think I did. It's a good thing. Really? According to Betty, a flight attendant at Dave's favorite airline, one should not drink coffee served on a plane. Why, you may ask? The water used in the coffee is the same water that goes through the bathroom system. And according to the EPA, 12% of water analyzed on flights came out positive for coliform bacteria, which suggests a presence of E. coli. Which is basically fecal matter. Yep. So the next time you have a cup of joe in flight, and you wonder why it tastes so shitty, now you know, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Really? They're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away, ho. I usually do. I'm off that now. And and something like a little surprising that I uh, I did a little research on it. Water at 35,000 feet boils at a lower temperature, which they say changes the flavor component as well. So you're saying all flights or just all flights? All flights. According to the uh, EPA, 12%. Well, I flew JetBlue and. In order to fly JetBlue, I had to fly out at a 11 p.m. flight out to get there. At we call that the red eye where I'm yeah. from. And you and I made a promise that we were, we were never doing it again. You get there at 3 o'clock at 3, 3.30 in the morning, their time, which is an hour behind, mm-hmm. so it's really 4.30 in the morning. Your day's screwed up. It's terrible. Uh, and coming back, you leave at... 4 a.m. flight coming back, which means you are out of the hotel at 2 o'clock in the morning, which means mm-hmm. it's a 1 a.m. wake up, which is no sleep at all. Um, but And the reason why I didn't have coffee on either flight, I was trying to get some sleep during the flight. Not, it doesn't go well. You saved yourself from uh, adding Cola. to your bacterial. Can you stop that? Yeah, I do that. Jeez, please. <laughs> Why do I do that? So I'm not going to give you the answers to the end of the show of A or B. Okay. I'm looking at this. So give me a mailbag. Give me something. All right. Wilson uh, writes through the Contact Wilson. Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Do I hear smacking? 
when they are lighting cigars. Oh my word, I hear smacking. What is smacking? It's worse than smacking around the dinner table, much worse. Couldn't the producer make some adjustments to prevent the smacking sound, making it through the audio? I love this podcast, but I can't deal with the smacking. You know what I could do is you're, just... You're a dink. <laughs> you're a dink. I, I could just... This is why nobody likes you. <laughs> Jonathan, I could I just, like myself. just mute everyone and then would have good quality sound. Is, the, is the sound better, though? You have, made, you have made a major change in hang, sound quality. Hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. You hired somebody to come in and make changes. Right. I dealt with what you, you did. And have you improved it? I've done the best that I can with what I have. I think that the... I think it has improved. I think that the recording does sound a little brighter. It does sound like we are on location. Uh, well, that's can, the thing. If we, I mean, we could certainly go into in Studio B, soundproof room with acoustically better, but we wouldn't have a studio audience, and this right. is live. We want it to be live. We I, be. I myself, when I listen to the podcast and I listen to all of our podcasts, all of our products, I like the way it sounds better with the room a little brighter. Some people don't like that. What are you <coughs> going to do? You can't make everybody happy all the time. No. Uh, but I think we could help Wilson and maybe... I think he's referring to the... As we're tasting? Because that's yeah. when you... So... How do we end up tasting these flavors that we end up tasting on a cigar? How do you get to it? I don't think that the smacking is necessary. Really? I don't think it's necessary. See, when, I, when somebody asks me how do you get the flavors that we get, I tell them, simulate the fact that you're eating. Open up your mind. You'll get flavors from food. You're going to get flavors from cigars. And so, I do, so that I chewing do, is almost natural. I do, I do smack to try to taste the taste. Wilson, I'm sorry. Wilson. You know when you do you, you, know, you have a cup of coffee? Cupping? No, I've never done that. Okay, so very interesting how you do it because what you got to do is really slurp really hard. Especially tea when you go out for Chinese food. Yeah. Because it's so hot. Yes. Poor Wilson. <laughs> he's he's can't wait till it cools down. He's got to smacking. He's got to deal with the slurping. And we eat during the, the show. It's terrible. It's terrible. We can give you a full refund. We, we, <laughs> we can. It, it does come with a money-back guarantee. Right. Oh, my God. So one more. Squeeze one more in. Sure. Uh, also submitted through the Contact Us page, uh, Daryl writes, Hello, guys. I'm catching a plane down to Florida in April. I was wondering if you had any cigar-related places that you could recommend. I love the show. And Mr. Jonathan, don't worry about Barry's low-hanging fruit because we all know you are the star of the show. Keep up the good work, guys. Jonathan wrote this. Yeah. can't wait for the next show. It's Thanks, Ma. It's, <laughs> Where in Florida did you say he was going? It's legit. Yeah. He's just going to uh, Florida. Yeah, I don't know what party he's going to, but if you're in the uh, southern Florida area, smoke on the water is a place. Uh, I'll tell you, when I go down to visit my sister, I borrow her car and I go into Ybor City. And there's a little place called King Corona, and they've got a cigar selection there. It's decent, but the uh, Cuban sandwiches are phenomenal. It'll make your lip smack. The <laughs> Cuban sandwiches there are great. But also, uh, something I highly recommend is if you can schedule it in advance with, say, the folks at J.C. Newman. Yeah, right do. down there, they'll give you a tour of the factory, let you make cigars. They're very, very nice. Yeah. Um, the only downside is there's no store there. You can't buy any cigars from them, but that their cigars are sold in every cigar shop in Ybor City. So you certainly have access to A lot of cigar shops. Yeah, plenty of them. And if you're up on the Panhandle, you want to go to PCB, which is Panama City Beach Cigars. Uh, you also got um, 
Jeff from Corona. Yeah. His his whole operation. He's got a couple of uh, four stores. Four yeah. stores, I believe. He's got quite the selection, and uh, you can see my buddy Santa yeah, the down one, there. The Mark. one in Tampa has a great Scotch selection. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, last chance, last chance to make any changes because I'm, I'm locking your, your answer in. Everybody said B. That this is, I'm definitely going to revisit B after the show. So, one, so it, it doesn't matter, but I just want to put this down. Same country of origin? Different. Different? Same country of origin? Different. Different? It's You're only changing your answer because I... The retro hail changed it up a lot more. You were saying it A lot before. more pepper through the nose. And Ed Sullivan? Also different. Also different. So you're saying different country, and would you say that you, you're all saying B is stronger than A? So, uh, uh, ah, I don't, <clears throat> think, I don't think that it's stronger. There's more flavor. There's, there's not more nicotine. They're the same strength nicotine-wise. They're both medium-bodied. Yeah. Lower early, end to medium. Early medium. But both of you certainly feel, all of you feel that they are different cigars. There's no way it's the same exact blend of the same brand. There is no way that they are the same blend. You're saying the same thing? Two ring gauge would not make this much difference. And Ed Sullivan, it's definitely not. From any reputable manufacturer, if you pulled something out of. This is the Cigar Authority now. So let's see if they really are you, the Cigar Authority. If you pulled something out of your humidor there and it's something that no one's carried anymore some brand that went out of business maybe you, you got one over on us but there is no way that a reputable manufacturer would sell the same exact cigar supposedly the same blend same brand that tastes this different there's no way no way all right we're gonna take a break and when we come back it's mr jonathan's turn to pick two cigars he did it a few weeks ago you got him here right got him i don't see him got him right okay here. um which will we prefer c versus d and he, he's a, uh, you know, he'll mess around with us a bit. I played the man before on this. We'll see what he has to come up with. And later we're going to reveal what they were. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. In the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you call it for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil 
oils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habato uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. 
Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. We've got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our With your host. Como te llamo? David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Very stunned. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former Grangekeeper now about to become the Masters Champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. Smoking blind, choosing between two cigars. Which do you prefer? And at the end, we'll show you and reveal what they were. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. So you've given us the cigars, C versus D, and... Uh, now I have to ask, when you blind taste test us at work, sometimes you trim the cigar to throw us off. Sometimes I do. Has anything been altered on these cigars? I don't feel I have to answer that. Yeah, you do. It changes the cigar I don't think do. I have to answer that. Okay. Sometimes he cuts the heads and stuff. Off. Yeah, he cuts the foot to make them look different yeah. length. Changes the complexity of the cigar. Because, it, because we're not truly smoking blind. We can see yes. what they are. Right. You did it, Jonathan, once. You actually put a blindfold on and smoked. Very, very interesting that yeah, was. That was, that was uh, interesting. And we have a, a customer of ours who is blind yeah, and, and smokes. listens to the show. Glenn. Right. Um, and his decision-making has got to be the most important. He can't even see what, what it is. Right. And, you know, they say it, you're, you're heightened, your, your senses are heightened as you end up smoking it. I've never tried the blind blind not seeing it. I'm, I'm, I'd like to do that. The cold drawer of D tastes like roasted peanuts. How would you know? We haven't cut them yet. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand that all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo, cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. You have to do the cold drawer on D. It's unbelievable. 
We're going to do the cold draw on both of them, Barons, but we, we need to do them at the right time. <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm at the circus. I want to cut this a little more. I think you're a couple ringleaders short of a circus. All right. I'm making a mess over here. I know which one and parents I like better for sure. All right. Taste and see. Very different. Tasting D. Did you say circus peanuts? Yeah, with the skin still on the peanut. There's no peanuts on circus peanuts. They're marshmallow. They're orange I, marshmallow. I, I actually got the circus peanuts out of this. They're yeah. Not <laughs> regular peanuts. Do you know what circus peanuts are? Orange marshmallow shaped like a peanut. Oh, uh, no. When I used to go to Ringham Brothers as a kid, you'd get the bag of shell the actual peanuts. shell peanuts yeah. that were still warm. And that's what this tastes like with the skin still on the peanut. All right. Yeah, you're way off. I got. I, I was with you on the circus peanuts. Which real ones. Marshmallow. <laughs> One of the uh, guys we have that does a podcast during the week. When Sean comes up to bring him coffee, says, "Sean the barista." Very, I was listening very to loud. <laughs> yeah, very loud. Very loud and annoyingly. <laughs> do you like that, or do you hate when he does that? You like it, okay. He doesn't mind it. Oh, my God. He gets into it. He gets into it. All right, so it, <laughs> I don't want to even, I don't actually even want to talk about the cigars because I know what they are. That's right. So I don't even say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I, I do want to taste a sip of coffee because uh, I want to clean my palate. And that's one of the best ways to uh, prepare your palate for another cigar is black <clears throat> coffee. Thank you, Sean, the barista. Sean, the barista. All right, so appearance you, appearance is what we're talking about first, even though we did the cold draw because Barry had to get into it. <laughs> B you, is a lot more. You got C and D, C and D there, D. buddy. Oh, I got C and D. C is a lot more oilier. Yes. Even colored. D looks kind of dry in appearance of the wrapper, almost a beige type of color. C has like a reddish brown hue to it. Yeah. Appearance like wise, I like C way better. Oh, I like I like hue. I like I uh, like cigar, I like a cigar to look like this. Ed Sullivan, uh, where are you on this? Dave is correct. <laughs> There, it's, there is no right and wrong answers. No. I'll remind everyone that's playing along. Yeah. In, in this case, it's very clear. Yeah, okay. dr- dramatic difference in appearance. Mine were different in sizes, same length, but different in ring gauges. But I think the wrappers kind of look similar to them. This is not. Well, I painted them all so that they would be this way. I, I applied something the to C the C stands wrapper. for crazy better. All right, so we're going to light our cigar today, and I think. Uh, I think we have a working mouse. I want to go with, well, with C also in a dry taste because we did the dry taste on D as the circus peanut, whatever you think of a circus peanut. But C is raisin toast. C is raisin toast, huh? I just talk about it. having it there. He didn't know I was going there. He didn't. But, but he, he was ready. He, he's always damn at, good. He's always at the ready. Is that yes. not raisin toast? It's raisin toast. Barry can't go to it because he already lit his. I don't know how he lights his stuff because we haven't. 
even decided what kind of lighter we're going to use right now. Well, I'll tell you what lighter and we're going to use. Jonathan, I, I hate to disappoint you. While we have a working mouse on the reboot, we lost the desk cam. All right. So no you're going to have to use some very descriptive words. Put an image in our listeners' heads. Well, what we have here is the Vertigo Comet. This is a two-jet lighter. It's a little on the slim side as far as the design goes, but they're still able to work in the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom. Easy adjustment for your thumbnail. Not just a flip-out bullet punch, though, but it goes all the way across. Way, way past uh, flat so that you can, you can open up those big ring-gauge cigars. Yep. And uh, the two jets are tilted in toward each other, so you got pinpoint accuracy on the flame. Yeah, it's like having a single jet, but you got two going. At the the Vertigo Comet retails for $24.99. I've lit C. D reminds me of orange marmalade. I'm going to slurp my coffee. God, <laughs> such a dink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's people, just for take, you, Wilson. people Wilson. take the time to write in. And then we bust their balls. Yeah. We beg them to write in, and then we bust their balls, and we wonder why they're but not writing But it's the mentality in. of a cigar lounge. Yeah. We I, do that because we love you, it's and not we appreciate nice. it. It is not nice. That's what my wife tells me. Why do you say bad things to the people that write in, and then you want them to write in? I'm gonna do it with love. What do you got? What do you got there? No, I can't talk about it because I don't want to change anyone's. All right. But D is orange marmalade. Berry As lit. Orange marmalade. Orange marmalade. And Ed Sullivan clearly agrees with him. I got a they're, strong bit of taste. They're very different, the more, two cigars. More of the of the white rind of citrus, you know, the bitter component. Mm-hmm. I got it, it, it. It's just brand new lit, so I'm going to give it a shot here. Well, you're saying that... Uh, Not sweet, but uh, bitter. Bitter, bitter. Getting a bite to it? Yeah. But See, I want to jump into our normal blind tasting protocol, which is me breaking your balls about what you're saying and trying to steer you it's, in a direction. It's got the early Honduran bite. I, that's where I was going to go. Yes. Are, are you saying it's, it tastes Honduran-y? We'll, we'll see. We'll see as it's going on. We do this all the time, by the way. Yeah. Every day, we're smoking a cigar blind. It sharpens your, your um, know-how of cigars. Ed Sullivan, would you say that there is a... Uh, not usually too a pleasant sharpness to see, maybe uh, similar to a, uh, a good cheddar cheese kind of sharpness. That's how we know he agrees. I thought you weren't going to sway us. I'm not swaying anything. I'm not talking about the said quality of the cigar. You I know just... I love cheddar cheese. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't? Have so you ever eaten it by the block? Just take the whole block and take a bite. No, I didn't know there was another way to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you you have to slice it, and I want to slice thin. I don't want a big chunk. Oh yeah, like it, all my cheese sliced super thin. So you know they have it already bagged and they're in squares and stuff. Yeah. I don't really care for that. No. 
It's too thick. I want it thinner than that. But my wife yells at me all the time because she sees the bite marks on the bucket. Really? Yeah. You That's put gross. it back in the of fridge. Because <laughs> you didn't eat it all. I kiss her. What's all the right. difference? Here's the thing, Barry. None of us stop, are surprised. None of us Stop surprised. wiping your mouth on the inside of your T-shirt and yeah. stop putting cheese with bite marks in the fridge. Because you might have a guest over someday. That's when I run into the fridge and slice it. <laughs> yeah. I am, I, am no law, I am never going to your house, and I am never eating anything that you offer me. Barry, if you serve the one with tooth marks by mistake, just say you were grating the cheese. Okay. Right. There's a Ed man Sullivan, speaking from experience. He doesn't need your help in hiding his disgustingness. He kind of says, this is mine. Don't anybody touch <laughs> it to yep. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bite. Of a block of cheese. That's why yeah. when we get a new bottle of soda and I don't want my stepdaughter to drink it, take the cap off, take a swig right out of the bottle. It's mine. That's it. <laughs> it's a problem there. There's a look of disgust on <laughs> my audience's <laughs> face. It is. This is who he is, folks, and that's it. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? <coughs> Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And yesterday, the Fuente and Newman families announced that Fuente Newman Premium Cigars Limited will be renamed Arturo Fuente Cigar Company, effective Monday, January 22nd. What does that say to you? Uh, it says that the Crystal Ball episode had uh, a fact in it that yeah. appears to be coming to fruition. They have, take, I, they I have removed the Newman, name. the Newman name, erased from existence. I don't like it. I don't like it either. And a uh, group of Texas retailers have filed a lawsuit against the FDA over warning label regulations stating they are in violation of the First Amendment. The Texas Cigar Merchant Association filed the lawsuit in the Eastern District of Texas, and currently the warning labels are set to begin appearing on cigar boxes on shelves of your local brick and mortar August of 2018. And uh, we could see some movement down in the Dominican Republic of cliches and things like that. Not with, I didn't see warning labels yet, but I saw a movement of cliches, meaning that's where the, it The cliche is, is the, the piece of paper that's glued to the inside of the box. Moved up. Or even in the outside of the box, some yeah. of the logo, logos yeah. have been pushed up. Pushed up. Because these warning labels are going to take up 30% of the box. Yeah. Uh, Tis the season for tax increases and age increase proposals, and here are the ones introduced this week. Rhode Island is looking to raise the tax cap from $0.50 to $0.80. Big mistake. New Jersey is looking to raise the tax from 30% of the wholesale price to $2.70 per stick. Virginia is looking to raise the tax from 10% of wholesale to 23%. So much of those tax cuts, huh? (laughs) How do you you come up with a price of $2.70? Because 269 wasn't enough, and 271 is clearly too much. So let's go 270. It's a nice round number. So you're looking at a cigar that has an MSRP of $10, will now have a uh, minimum of 1270. And if some places keystone it, you're looking at uh, 1540. Yeah, which is crazy. 
Uh, New Hampshire is looking to raise the cigar age from 18 to 21, effective January 1st, 2019. Trouble. I'm on it. I'm on it. But I'm not saying I'm going to win, but I'm on it. But a tough one. But we will fight. We will fight to the death. And Indiana is looking to raise the tobacco purchase age from 18 to 21 on July 1st, 2019. And it's important if you live in Rhode Island, New Jersey, Virginia, New Hampshire, or Indiana, to reach out to your local officials and tell them that this, this is not acceptable. What do you think of the 20-year-old veterans or military guys that come in and they're on their vacation and they come back home and they come in the store and they come and get cigars because they want a couple of hours to chill out with their family mm-hmm. and you say to them, I can't sell you any cigars. I can't give you any cigars anymore. I can't sell you cigars anymore. That's it. Pack your bag up and go back to Afghanistan and fight, but you can't get a cigar. What do you think of that? I don't like it. It's horrible. It's terrible. And uh, Matt DeGalli, the Senior Director of State Affairs for IPCPR. Who was working on this with me. Yes. Has announced his resignation effective January 24th. And Rachel Hyde, the current Deputy Director, will take over for the departing DeGalli. And that's what's up. In the Cigar World. You gotta What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? Okay, do we all agree on appearance on this that C blows away D? Yes, sir. Ed Sullivan, yes? Yes. Jonathan, you're not going to even comment? I'm not commenting. Um, So I I talked about this early taste I was getting on the cigar. On D, I was getting a bitter early component of it. It did go away, which is typical of the Honduran bite that happens. It starts that way and then goes away. That's what I'm getting in a big way. C... More fuller body than D. I know you're not asking, but it is. Um, I'm getting a little bit more, well, more than a little bit, but I'm getting more complexity on C versus D. But the burn line of D is better than C. Yep. I could make a guess already of the country of origin. Of D is Honduran and C is Nicaraguan. Okay. And I would be spot on. I'm going to uh, make your make a note here. Dave says that C is Nica and that D is Honduran. I'm going to agree with Dave on D being Honduran. But I think C is Dominican. Dominican. A lot of body here. A lot of body. Not just flavor. It's full flavor, but it's full bodied also. Ed Sullivan usually knock me down when I say something's full bodied. Well, it's not. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So I, As I, I expected. I don't want to disappoint. Nope. So you're going to say it's it's mild, right? I'm not going mild. I'm going medium. Oh, my ash fell off. Yeah, I, I would uh, I would say they're both in that medium area. You got medium plus. I'm going to say mild to medium on D. 
and medium plus, more than medium plus, medium full on. Out of your mind. You know the answer, so you're telling me I got it wrong? I'm saying you, as usual, have the strength wrong. That you're saying that something is stronger than what it is. All right, looking at the calendar of events next week, the Ten Commandments of a Cigar Shop, you the consumer going in, we bring, we do it every year, we get lots of controversy, people fighting with us mm-hmm. back, we get a lot of emails after that, we're telling you how to act in a cigar shop. I'm going to reach out to Miguel and ask him if I could repost it the Monday after the show on the website. Yeah, yeah, he's been very good about this. Very good. Ten, eight years ago when we started, we, we always brought this up. Yep. I didn't even know who he was at the time and reached out to him and said, can I use this thing? Of course, if that's what it's there for. And we're talking about Miguel Chaudel, who's the director of sales for Crown Heads currently. Yes, yes. Uh, and he wrote this as a rep going into cigar stores yep. and seeing what was, which he sees a lot more going from store to store. But I see it inside our store. And, uh, you know, there's one way to act when you go into, into anybody's place of business. Right. It's the right way to act. We can go into a whole show of how the store owner should be treating you and things like that. And we got into some of that last week on uh, how to open a cigar shop and what to do, but we could go deeper into that. Um, February 3rd, what's in your humidor? Cigars you haven't smoked and why? And maybe we'll bring some of those cigars with us and, and talk about them. Um, and on February 10th, meet the employees. We're going to start bringing some employees uh, that are here. We'll bring them in, get to know them, see if we get some characters here. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> I'm curious to see if the uh, if their character traits come through on the microphone or if they clam up. I don't clam up. And those that don't, maybe they can have a rotation in here. There we go. Because you got to let it out. you got to be who you are. This is it. You want to know how Mr. Jonathan is? This, this is, is it. it. <laughs> this is it. Barry, that's him. Ed Sullivan, that's him. And you still hired me. <laughs> I did. And he it, hired you before he knew you, though. He knew of my <laughs> reputation, though. I'm wondering if that uh, same offer would be extended but, but, now. But I did hire you without going back to an interview I did with you, right. forgetting all about it, that I, we had you on the show way back when. But you killed it, because I listened mm-hmm. to twice that old episode. I don't know what number it was. Do you know any no, chance of what no. it was? It was early on. I know I was sitting at the beach talking to you, though. Really? Yeah. But we were bringing on, at that time, uh, all bloggers. Yes. Um, each week, we'd bring a different blogger on, and it, it didn't work out very well, because the majority of them clammed up and didn't have a lot to say. We'd ask a question, one-word answers and stuff, and I'm like, wow, you'd think they'd really want to get into it, but... Uh, yeah, it was Barry that was really good, and uh, Doc... Doc Stogie Fresh. Yes, he was very good. Which too. he no longer does a podcast. He was the longest running. Yeah, five hundred. He still is the longest running. And of every blogger I met, Doc by far the nicest guy. Yeah. And that's not knocking anybody else, but Doc was willing to give insight on how things were done, how to improve your own. And what happened to him? He just, uh, I think, he just decided to retire from it. Really? And no word of him at all out there. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a good interview to bring back. What, what, what did you do after the fact? Uh, right. Bring him on to on episode 499 or something. We're about to take it over. And uh, well, you'd have to, I think you'd have to bring him on to 500 because that would be tying his his record. Okay. I know he listens from time to time. Really? Yeah. Okay. At least when he was doing his podcast, he would reach out for me from time to time, saying he heard blah 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 oh, blah. Oh really? Okay. All right. Reach out to Barry and let us know how you can get a hold of him mm-hmm. or something because. Uh, we're coming after you, buddy. We're coming after you. 
In a nice way. Yeah, in a nice way. Because uh, it was a good, it was a really good show. Five, and to pull, we know what it takes to pull off this many episodes. It's, it's a lot, and we're not there yet, but we're going to get there. Uh, February 17th, cigars and social media. you got to get to work on this. <clears throat> I want a lot of information so we can uh, pull the curtain back and say what the heck's going on, who's who that's out there, and what's going on, and stir, stir some crap. Stir up some crap. That's what we do. Right? Just like uh, American Airlines does, right? <laughs> Stir it up. I'll be opinionated that episode. Yeah? Okay. So we'll count on you. Uh, what do you get in the mailbag, Mr. J? Uh, we got Walter writing in. Uh, Hello, Mr. Jonathan. I know you guys are looking for ideas, and while the one I have isn't a barn burner, maybe it will help since it is topical. Okay. During the winter months, I try to find short cigars that give me a nice 15 to 30-minute smoke. I'm pretty sure you guys have done something like this in the past, but maybe you might want to consider doing it again. Maybe suggest 10 different cigars. You obviously don't have to smoke them all, but it would be nice to let your audience know what is out there. Keep up the good work. By the way, tell Barry Stein I read his reviews, and he is always spot on. He's the best in the business. I wrote that one. That, that, no, I know, I know Walter's a real person. That pained you to say that, I, I can tell. Yeah, he swallowed it. I yeah, yeah. before he said it. <laughs> Choking that one out. Yeah. So as you're smoking the cigar, Mr. J, um, with the wisdom teeth out, you're not supposed to actually draw hard. You yeah, I can't pull hard. The, don't pull out, but you, you have had cigars before today? I smoked, a, uh, I smoked an Atabay on Thursday. I needed something that, uh, when you go a long time without smoking cigars, (laughs) yeah, I needed something that was going to be clean tasting and so that I, you know, it can be an assault to your palate to smoke something that's uh, on the rough side, something that you may like, but if you don't smoke a lot. Did you notice how much more vibrant after going a week without smoking the flavors were? Oh man, that thing popped. I wish I could reset my palate and not smoke for a week kind of hard with the website but yeah. everything just tastes so much better i do it on, on vacation i'll typically i'll go a couple of days I, I haven't gone a week in a long time it's only during being sick that i end up doing it i'm, I'm here every day you know it's right how, you're around how do you do it I, I get jealous when i don't have one somebody's going and if somebody ever says wow this is really good it's like okay <laughs> you know, i'm in i'm yeah <laughs> i'm in um, so they're burning good. I got a uh, little tighter drawer, and it doesn't matter. They're both fine, but a tighter drawer on D than I do C, uh, as I did on the AB. One of them drew easier. I tend to like an easier draw. I don't want, I don't want to pull, but some people like it. have a little, little bit of pull to it. I don't want it to be um, so easy like a shot fill cigar would be. I'm actually going to put uh, one of them down. I'm not going to say which one, and it's only because... The draw is actually tight enough that it's bothering me a little bit, so I won't say what you it don't is. Wanna, you don't want to pull. I can't pull that hard. Yeah, my sockets still get a little sore after smoking from the pulling. I'm so tempted to say something about you sucking hard, but I'm going to be good and let it go. By, by simply yeah. saying that, you didn't <laughs> Technically, let it go. Technically, yeah, you just <laughs> let the cat out of the bag, so with, to speak. With all due respect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah, but... <laughs> Uh, oh, horrible. Ed Sullivan, you liking one of these better than the other without telling? Yes, I am. <coughs> I like so, did, me too. So yeah. you guys... I, I absolutely like one cigar better than the other. 100%. Unlike A and B, which I found to be very similar, mm-hmm. 
not the case with this one. There's a clear victor for Is there, so far. So we haven't really picked as far as the draw goes. So <laughs> are you guys ready to decide which one you like better on the draw? Yeah. All right, Dave, what do you pick? I pick C is, is a better draw than D. All right, and Barron's? Uh, hold on one second. While you're smoking the cigar I'm during more, the last more, half hour, you I'm could more be... focused you on know the flavors. The, you know the question that's coming. I'm more focused on the flavors, and I'm going to go with C. We're going to talk about burn next, so maybe you could start the evaluation now. We already did burn. What do you think, Ed Sullivan? For draw, I am going C. All right. We did burn already? I don't think so. I didn't think so either. In the beginning, didn't we say one was far thinner than the other? Thinner? The burn line. Oh, oh. Maybe you did. No, not a dramatic difference here for me. Not a dramatic difference. I haven't touched either of them up. Are you a touch-up, Ed Sullivan? Yeah, I'm a little retentive about it, but I smoke a lot of broadleaf from Maduro, and that tends to require more touch. Yeah. But are you, are you the guy that when it's a millimeter off, you're sitting there touching it up? No. Because we used to have an employee just like a millimeter off, and he would be he'd be spending more time relighting his cigar to get it to be the perfect burn than actually enjoying it. And I feel by touching up, you're adding more heat to the cigar, and you're changing the flavor profile. I think it's splitting hairs a little bit, but I like to kind of see where the cigar goes. Uh, I think it's Lito Gomez that uh, lights half of his cigar when he's testing a blend. Yep. He only lights half, and if the cigar is really made well, he says that it will light itself, and it'll correct itself and be all set. Really? 100% Lito. I've seen him do it. So He'll light up half the cigar purposely like a canoe, and by an inch in, it evens out. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, the offer of the day, the classic three-way, and the answer to what these cigars are. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. 
Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, A.J. Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality, the day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of A.J. Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, A.J. Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. 
Perhaps the most essential quality of the A.J. Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of A.J. Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of A.J. Fernandez cigars. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana sound set, smoking cigars blind. We did A versus B. We're on C versus D. Which do we prefer? And later on, what are they? And we're going to get to that. So tasting notes. Um, I have a clear winner on this as far as what I like better in taste. Okay. And, uh, what are we thinking on the burn C versus D here? For me, oh, very okay. similar to me. I well, can't pick a winner. I got to pick a winner? Got to pick a winner. Which one's burning better? What do you think, Barrett? Well, he's D, debating. D, hands down. D is a better burn for you. Yes. Ed Sullivan? Uh, C is marginally better. Okay, so we're at a tie, and David's going to be the tiebreaker. I'll, I'll give D marginally. Okay, so D takes it. The D's have it. A little bit thinner on the D. And then the final thing is... A little is age, more age. age on the wrapper. Final uh, component before we ask you to put one down is going to be the ash. You have a, uh, a pick on the ash. Another similar... Um, but I got a little more soot and stuff on the D, so I'm going to say C. Okay. Very I'm, similar. Very uh, marginal. My D is smoking much slower, so I got a little bit more of an ash on C, um, so a little bit more to go by, but I prefer the ash on the C. Especially if you look closely, you can see some of those uh, Braille spots, magnesium spots, um, so definitely C. And Ed Sullivan? Also C. Also see. All right, so uh, you want to uh, pick which one you want to finish smoking for the rest of the show? I do. I have a clear victor. Do you guys have a clear victor? I have a clear victor. Yep. Yeah? This one might be a slam dunk. I think one of them's way better than the other, I think. Uh, taking nothing away from, from D, I hope... They're not an advertiser or anything like that. I'm picking one of them. Uh, but, you know, everybody has their taste yes. of what it is. There's no, an there's no right answer, but C is a better cigar than D to me. Okay. And uh, has, is anyone in the studio audience smoking this cigar with us, the second batch, C and D? So do you guys have a, uh, a clear winner? And the audience is saying C. C. We got three for three. With, uh, we put together a little pack. I took the bands off the cigars, and so they were able to uh, smoke along with us. So, do you have a winner? C. And Ed? I already put down D. Whoa, so really? C is the winner for me. More complexity. No, you already put strength. down D. He yes. put it down. So he's going to oh, continue oh, oh. smoking. Put, put, put it down, not wrote it down. Correct. No. Try to follow along with the format, right. would you? It sees a better cigar. Not that D is a bad cigar, mm -hmm. but D is a Honduran early bite. Yep. Um, the, the wrapper doesn't look healthy as the other one. Oily and sheeny and nice. Um, and it's got a citrus, if that's what you like. It's a citrusy type of... Type of component? 
Interesting. Maybe Indonesia. Indonesia. I just, I, I so badly want to go into our normal thing of just busting on you, but it's not, uh, it's not fair while we're on the show. All right, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. And the Don Raphael Offer of the Day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this and for how much? $100,000. I'm going to say probably not. Go into a convenience store. Because you're a cheap bastard. And hold, hold it up at gunpoint. <laughs> I don't care if you get $10, but you do it. I don't care if you get caught. I don't care what ends up happening. You got a real gun, holding a gunpoint. You get $100,000, you get out of there. Plus, do you get whatever you robbed from the convenience store? Yes. <sighs> See, I was out. <laughs> Come on, it'd be like a, a trip to hedonism for you. It's a felony. <laughs> it's a felony. It's $100,000 cash. But there's a chance you get away with it. 100000 Plus whatever you get out of the till. Well, I mean, how much could you possibly get out of the yeah, till? You're gonna a, couple get a, hundred, grand? a couple hundred. They're going to drop. You're going to go in the convenience store. We'll go to the convenience store next door to us in the Nashua store. Just walk in. You got a gun. Give me your money. Guy gives you the money. You come back over. I give you 100000 The police come get you, maybe. See, I think it's too low. I'd do it for a million. I'd do it for a million. 100000 is not enough. Not enough. 500000 no, it's got to be a million. I wouldn't take nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. One million. One million dollars. Cash. You, you ever see the movie Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. yeah. You know when they're going into jail, they start picking on the fat guy. Yeah. That's why I won't do it. Okay. Because <laughs> you're gonna get picked on. Yes. Ed Sullivan, money can't buy you. No, I wouldn't even do it for the million that Jonathan's. No, I wouldn't either. You do it for a million dollars, Barry? Million dollars? No. 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 The answer is no. no. You don't do it. You don't do it. So, okay. That's uh, the uh, offer of the day, the million dollars. You got a uh, uh, letter in the mailbox, Mr. I Jay? certainly do. The following message also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Darren writes, hey, guys, first let me say I'm new to cigar smoking, and your podcast has been one of the best sources of knowledge I've found. So thanks for that. That said... I was smoking last night and realized I hadn't eaten in a few hours, which as a new smoker really started to mess up my stomach. Yeah. I stopped smoking and had a protein bar and some warm coffee and that fixed me right up. So I started to wonder what is the best thing to eat before a smoke? Something heavy or something on the lighter side, a meal consisting mainly of protein or maybe heavier on carbs, or I know where you guys are going to go, or maybe <laughs> for the keto dieter, how does a mainly fat diet work with smoking? I'm sure that each of you are different, so I thought you would all like to talk about it on the show. And even if you don't, I'll all get to do this. I, again, just wanted to thank you for your podcast. Keep it going. And that's, again, Darren. So he he you're going to smoke heavy cigars. You're going to eat a protein-heavy meal like a steak. And then you're going to smoke heavy cigars after that. In our type of thing... It's sugar-concentrated type of thing, mm. even a cookie or something in between cigars a and chocolate things. bar. Yeah. Yep. Dave, what about a donut? Donuts are huge. Perfect, right? Oh. It's, it's the perfect food, actually. You're feeding into his addiction. <laughs> if you follow him on social media, it's donuts and cigars all day, every day. Ed Sullivan pointed out an interesting point this week about donuts. You got the, the munchkins, and you got the jelly-filled munchkins, where do those come from? Because jelly-filled donuts do not have holes. 
Right. It's a fallacy. It's a fake. It's fake. It's fake. It's not true. It's fake news. Um, Munchkin. All right, Darren. I'm going to say you don't have to eat at all. Hmm. I have not eaten anything since 4 o'clock yesterday. I'm on my fourth cigar now of the day. I'm fine. You build up a tolerance. You may be smoking cigars that are a little too strong. You may have a mild allergy to certain tobaccos like I do with Dominican Lajero, and Dave does as well, where it wreaks havoc with my stomach. Uh, so just consider the cigar that you're smoking, and maybe you're smoking something that's on the upper end of what you're capable of tolerating. How many times did we say, though, that we, we end up smoking cigars, we're dealing with a rep and stuff, and we're going through a few different cigars there? I didn't eat anything this morning. You know, it's our go-to of, oh, my God, this is the reason why I'm not doing right. this well. Grab something, a cracker, something we end up having, and then it's like, okay, there's something in my stomach. As opposed to smoking heavy cigars on an empty stomach is not good. I'm going to say that uh, <coughs> one of the cigars that we lit up today, and I, one of the ones that I picked, is typically too strong for me. I typically don't go to it because it is on the upper register of what I'm capable of smoking, and I'm having ah. no issue with it. And, and I'm having no I'm issue with it right, right now. now. And, and I'm not. I'm liking it, but it is heavy. Yes. I'm wishing I had a Kit Kat right I'm now. not saying. Mm. You always wish you had a Kit Kat. But you said, you said it was medium or mild or something. Maybe it's the four cigars in such a short period, but yeah. I wish I had a little something sweet right now. And, and, and the four cigars is also a fallacy. We smoked really two cigars because we got half as much of each cigar. Right. It's two cigars. We'd like to beat our chest and say, yeah, we pounded four down. It's not really true. Yeah. You can only take so many puffs. But we kept it lit besides it, I went out twice. But Maybe you should consider talking less. I feel like we did family-style di- dining, and we each had a little bit from everybody's plate. Yeah, it's like, like Chinese food. You know, you get all the little tastes of different things. I like it. We um, had one from column A, column B, column yeah, C, and column D. We did. Yeah, okay. Mike Rosales is on the keto diet, as he yeah. uh, told us when he was here. And he has no problem smoking cigars. So really, you just got to, I think it's more important to decide the strength level of the cigar that you're smoking and play with that more than really worrying about the food. But listen, there's nothing better after you have a big meal. You know, we have a steak lunch with a mashed yeah, potatoes. You, and, and what's better at that What's point? better than having a cigar after that? But it's with some body to it. I, even then, I, I don't really consider the body of the cigar based on the meal that I had. I consider the cigar that I'm in the mood for. I'm in the mood for a cigar. and See, I'm not going to smoke a mild cigar after a hearty meal. Yeah, I want. Do you have meals that are not hearty? Yes. Do you? Yes. All right. Yeah, you have a salad or something, and then you want a full-body cigar? No. You want a steak dinner? Have you ever had a salad, Barry? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Me and Ed Sullivan I, had salads. I can attest to the fact that he ate salad yesterday. All right. I'm impressed. And then I'm you went impressed. with a milder cigar. I'm trying to remember what I smoked. He didn't consider the strength of the cigar after he had a salad. That's my point. You don't. You don't consider it. You stick to your wheelhouse as a rule when you're done when you're done eating. I had a uh, I had a medium bodied cigar yesterday. Darren, I'm going with the meal has nothing to do with it. Final answer. I, I disagree. For the full enjoyment of the cigar, you're gonna smoke a full bodied cigar, and you're not a full bodied cigar person like me. You go to I would say, and we're going to get into a little therapy here. I would say that you are a (coughs) professional eater and that you like to plan your meals so that you have something to look forward to. So you trick yourself into saying, okay, I'm going to smoke this Maduro Padron 
after my meal. Yes. And now you have two things to look forward to. Yes, I do. Tickles yes, your I fancy. Do. It does. But it really, it has, to me, for you, it has nothing to do with what you ate is going to dictate what I you're going to I think it's going to improve the overall taste of the cigar based on that. I ate a salad, then I, I, I smoked a... You get depressed after eating a salad. Yes, I do. <laughs> so that's not a... <laughs> It depresses That's not me. a fair example. It depresses me. I once went into his office. This was last year's dieting plan where we were just going to eat a lot of vegetables. So I go into his office, and he, his head is down. He's just looking at his computer. He really looked sad, and I was concerned. So I said, is everything okay? I thought he was going to say somebody that he knew died or his dog was sick. He goes, you fed me that effing salad. You know exactly what's wrong with me. This is an hour later. He's still thinking and obsessing about the salad. <laughs> Yeah, just he was down. sad. Sad. I'm sad when other people are on diets. Barry, when you're on a diet, I'm sad for you, right? When you end up getting on a thing, I just, uh, I, I know you want the better, hottier food. See, it's, it sounds okay if there's like strips of steak on it. Mm. Even strips of chicken. That's it. We're having salad for lunch on, on Monday. You can look forward to it. All right, let's get to the classic three-way so we can get the answers. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Our reigning champion is Mr. Jonathan. Still, we have five questions. I do not have a tiebreaker. It's just five questions. And today is January 20th, and we're going to stick with that date. You could just ask four questions and save the fifth one as the tiebreaker. Just throwing that out there. I'm not doing it. Okay. Rain Wilson, best known for playing Dwight Schrute. Ah. In the U.S. television version of The Office, he also is seen for one season stint on HBO's critically acclaimed drama Six Feet Under. He also did a pilot called Backstorm. Do you ever see that? Backstorm. Look that up. He was a cigar-smoking detective. He didn't make it, but what I thought oh, it was Oh, yes, Backstrom. Yes, I did Backstrom, see that. Backstrom. It was good. Uh, anyway, Rain Wilson, born today. What year? I'm going to go with 1972. 72, Barry. 61. 61. And Sullivan. Unfortunately, I had 71. 71, unfortunately. Don't be unfortunate. 71 for the win. For the win. It has to be exact if it's 71. It's... Or he said 72. I said 72. He said 71. And what is it? 66. He's over. I'm over. I won. Barry said 61. Ah. Friggin' cheater. All right. So Barry gets the point. You don't even know your own rules. I don't. I don't. Okay, over I see it, and it all comes to the salad. He's thinking about that friggin' <laughs> salad right. that he's going to eat on Monday, and oh now he's my getting God, depressed. It's ruining me. <laughs> Barry, Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut, second person to ever walk on the moon. He was the pilot of NASA's Apollo 11 mission, a member of the third group of astronauts ever selected for NASA. Appropriately enough, his mother's maiden name was Moon. 
Buzz Aldrin. 42. 1942. And I'm up next, Ace. Yes, you are. 1930. 30. Uh, and I had 42 as well. You had 42 as well. Somebody got two points. Ed Sullivan, 1930. Two points. Nice. 1930. Two points. As long as Barry doesn't win, that's the only one I care about. <laughs> Over to Ed Sullivan. Stanley I-E-I-S-E-N. Eisen. Eisen. Also known as Paul Stanley, guitarist, hard rock guitarist and vocalist for the slam rock group Kiss, who also pursued a solo career, releasing the album Live to Win. Paul Stanley from Kiss, born Nin today. 1952. 52. I got 1958. 58. I got 49. 49. Two points for Ed Sullivan. See Somebody what's happening studied. here? I did right. the same exact day. Over to you, um, Mr. Jonathan, with no points. Bill Maher, TV show host, outspoken comedian, and host of the HBO political panel show Real Time with Bill Maher. Who else were they going to get for Real Time with Bill Maher? But Bill Maher, born today. 1950. 1950. 61. 61. Uh, 65. 65. 1950 is for Jonathan for the point. It's 1956. So you're on the board, Mr. Jonathan, with one point. Barry with one point. Ed Sullivan with four. One question to go. No way to catch him. No way to catch him. Aristotle Onassis, entrepreneur, Greek-Argentine shipping tycoon who married Jackie Jacqueline Kennedy. Onassis Kennedy, right. No kidding. After the death of JFK. And after a financial marital contract was broken, born uh, today, what year? It's parents. Parents. 1950. You sure you want to go with that? 1950, yeah. okay. Ed Sullivan. 1900. 1900. <laughs> I'm regretting my answer. 1940, I forgot. 1940, Ed Sullivan will take that point. 1906, Kennedy died in 64. Right. He was born in 1950, would have been 14 years old. She married a young guy. They got yeah, married she, when they were 19. She robbed the cradle. There you go. So Ed <laughs> Sullivan, 5 to 1 to 1. We have a new champion. Ed Sullivan is our champion. Let's remember that for next week. But let's get to the answers. By the way, before you get that, the chat room's all over you that Mr. J is wrong. I like to pair my food, drinks, and cigars. Yes. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm you saying that most people, most people, not the two people commenting on the chat box and you two, Jamokes, most people don't consider what cigar they're going to smoke based on the meal that they had. That's all I'm saying. I smoke, what cigar I smoke a lot of times is paired with what, what drink I'm going to have. What cigar you smoke is basically p b based on what you got for free that day. Well, that's part of it, too. Okay. Has nothing to do with your meal. But I know what I'm going to drink this evening, and I know what cigar I'm going to pair it with. And you're looking forward to it. Yes, I am. Here we go. What do you have with a salad? You're going to find out. Depression. You're going to find out on Monday and Tuesday now if you keep pushing it. All right. So here I have the bands of A and B, and I have the answer in here in the envelope sealed. I remember now exactly what it is. So let's go back to what you guys said. Uh, it was B-A-B-A, -A, and then what did you guys decide? You, you remember. Uh, we, we, picked, yeah, we all we went with B. B. You all went with B? Yes. Okay, so first A. A 
Uh, and you said they weren't from the same countries. Correct. A is from the Dominican Republic. Okay. B is from Nicaragua. Okay. A is a Toro Fuente 858, a handmade cigar in the Dominican Republic that is easily recognized on the shelves of cigar shops across the world. The cellar was marked with gold foil saying Florafina 858, and the cigar features a classic Fuente band measuring 6 by 47. This Lonsdale, like most of Toro Fuente cigar, uses a rustic Cameroon wrapper, providing hints of sweetness, earth notes, and overall smoking cigar. The 858 is the best-selling cigar of all of Toro Fuente cigars. Suggested retail price of $659. Box of 25 for 138 taking it down to 555 at twoguyscigars.com. The Toro Fuente 858. Surprise? No. No. The glue on the wrapper gave away who made it. You said AF. I heard yep. you say it, so you ended up nailing it, Barry, actually. Um, so B. B is Nicaraguan. Anything? Anybody? No, I have no guesses. B is moolah, which we smoked last week. But again, I had to have this prepared for the week before, and that was part of the care package, so I had to put it in there. So I put it in there. It measured 6 by 50, handmade from Perdomo Cigars, was created in Nicaragua using age filler, mixed-filled tobaccos from leftovers created by the Perdomo. Uh, I should have put two and two together that this was last week's show and that Moolah was in the care package. There we go. I should have, but I didn't. And we picked apart that cigar. It wasn't it as was mixed-filled as we thought it no, was. No, it was not. It was a long-filled cigar yeah. all the way through. Um, $3.59 each or $69 for a box of 20 taking it down to $2.75. See, that's the wild card, because we were all saying they were pretty close, but when you're talking about $2 cheaper, that cigar is the choice. Yeah, it's more like $3 a cigar cheaper. Mm -hmm. Um, Moolah uh, is money, and a lot of it, it's a hidden jewel, about half the price. Well, and Dave, I have to say, I I enjoyed it more with the band off. I don't know what that says about me, but... (laughs) Or, well, the, and that, or the band. Because the band has a lot to say about it. It looks like an inexpensive cigar. You know it's an inexpensive cigar. You know, now you taste it without the band, and you say, not bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, you preferred it over. And it isn't trying to beat up one cigar over the other. But to try a cigar without a band, you may think differently either way about the right. cigar because of it. Sometimes the band increases the, the value of the mm-hmm. cigar. That you say, oh, my God, the cigar is great because mm-hmm. it's a... Toro Fuente, let's say. Yep. Uh, on the other hand, while the moolah is no, is good um, without a band on it because I know it's an inexpensive cigar and it's not. So these are your answers of A and B right there. Toro Fuente, surprise. Audience, surprised. Cameroon, right? You'd think a little different. Um, Cam- you know, I was saying as – was it that cigar? Yeah, I – was, or was it C&D? No, I think it was C&D that I said was more citrusy of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of C. Right. Which I don't know it what, was what it was. It was D we were saying was citrusy. Yeah. All right. So uh, my D, cigars, yes. and uh, just would like to recap here. So I have the bands that are in here anyway just to prove exactly what they were, which is no game playing. It is what it is. And here's Moolar and Arturo Fuentes. Uh Man, you're, you're sprinkling that like salt bag. Really good. Yeah. We, we, we believed you. <laughs> well, just in case. Okay. Uh, my cigars. Now, Dave, you had said you were guessing uh, C was Nicaraguan and D was Honduran. Correct. Okay. Nailed it. Barry, you were guessing C was Dominican and that D was Honduran. All right. My cigars are both from the same country. 
They're about the same price. It's a big company versus a small company, and actually one of them is a bully. C is La Galera Habano Chevetta. Ah, I love that cigar. Apparently you do. Dominican, Dominican Republic. It. Dominican Republic, I would never would have guessed. Taste uh, La Galera is the heart of any cigar factory, and uh, for La Galera maker Hochi Blanco, it is the space where their experienced master rollers concentrate to express their art in creating exquisite and refined cigars. Using premium-aged tobacco from the best tobacco fields in the Chabao Valley, in the Dominican Republic to make this cigar. They had a new cigar size coming out. I told you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. La Galera. I don't this. think you were supposed to tell us that, actually. Oh. Uh, La Galera Maybe. Habano features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Dominican Corojo binder. The filler contains Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and the ultra-rare Pelo de Oro. Suggested retail price is $6.39 each or a box of 21 for $117.99. D. The Honduran cigar that you guys... We're, uh, we're calling Honduran. Yes. It's not. It's Dominican. It's Dominican also, huh? Uh, Romeo and Julieta, 1975, or the bully size. Bully. It's a bully. Uh, named for the lovers in... Never would have guessed Shakespeare's that. Shakespeare's classic play, Romeo y Julieta, 1875 cigars were founded in Cuba in 1875 and since have become an iconic, world-renowned brand enjoyed by smokers of all experience levels. Indonesian rapper. Ah, I said that. You said Indonesian. I said it. (laughs) I have to give you that. Uh, Dominican binder and Brazilian and Dominican fillers. The bully is... That's what it's called. Has a retail price of six ninety nine or one fifty one for a box of twenty five. It's a little more in price, but it's it's pretty close. They're pretty close. Okay. Surprised? I'm surprised at Romeo and Juliet. And no, I did not doctor the cigars in any way. Stronger than I thought. And uh, when I started smoking cigars, it was one of the cigars I smoked. And it's surprising how much different it is now. <clears throat> I mean, not to. Bad mouth cigar, but we all handily decided on C. That surprised me. That in 17 years, it changed so much. Your taste has changed. Yes. Ed Sullivan, what do you think? I am very surprised on the Romeo and Juliet. It was uh, a little stronger and less refined than I remembered it. But it may have changed over time, as have I. They may have. And obviously a giant company producing, it, it, it may be the biggest selling cigar worldwide, Romeo and Juliet Dominican, maybe the biggest selling cigar. Um, dwarfing, now they're saying it's possibly dwarfing Macanudo, which was the champion. It was the champion because of the Macanudo ascot, because the ones in the team, right. so many of them. Um, yeah, but, a sleeve of those is 50 cigars. Right. You tell you what, when we smoked the Macanudo a month, month and a half ago, I enjoyed it better than the Romeo. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm, I'm surprised that that is a Dominican cigar. Really. It's All, interesting. But Indonesian wrapper, low-end Indonesian wrapper. What's the binder? Fi- Indonesian binder. Okay. What is the um, what is the fillers of it? Is it Dominican? Is that Dominican got, cigar? Uh, Dominican oh no, Brazilian. you were right. Indonesian wrapper. I'm yeah. sorry. Dominican binder and and uh, Brazilian and Dominican fillers. Hmm. Yeah, different different taste than I would guess. My favorite part of this is how uh, C had you believing that it was Nicaraguan. 
that you, your, your palate goes to Nicaragua when you ha are experiencing that level of flavor? Full flavored. Yeah. Uh, but not so strong that I don't enjoy it. I actually like it. It's on the upper register, like I said before. It's on the upper register for me. I, I, I tend to go for the natural on theirs. Or, of all things, I would tend I, to smoke the Maduro. I smoked the cigar two days ago over there in a different shape. Loved it. And uh, wait wanna, Now that you already told us, you want to just tell us what the shape is? It, it's a shape. It's a different shape than you've probably ever seen before, unless you're very old. Is it? An old, uh, old shape. Is it like a, uh, a double figurato where the, yeah. the, it goes bulbous and yeah. then skinny and then bulbous? No, it, goes, <laughs> it, it goes bulbous. It doesn't do it twice, but yeah. Because that's one I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should do that. Like a snake that ate. The double figurato. Yeah. yeah. A snake that ate two rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Did, and somebody actually did that. Ate two rabbits? No. Had a double bulbous box pressed in the middle. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That didn't last. That <laughs> was a limited edition for, uh, I think, an uh, anniversary or a birthday or something. All right. So that was interesting for me. I don't know how it was for a show, but those that did ended up doing it, it's pretty interesting. And it, it stemmed from Oliver Nouveau. This is yeah. out, what he's out there doing. It seemed enjoyable. Our studio audience that played along. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Ma good. Makes you taste cigars a whole different way. The band, I, I, I still stand by the band has the most flavor component to it because it, it makes your mind, it tricks your mind into a cigar would be better or worse and based on the band. Having picked the cigars two weeks, I think worked out better because it made it virtually impossible to play the man. I couldn't remember what they were. I had to look at the paper. Yeah. So there was, I couldn't give up anything. You couldn't give up yeah. anything. You didn't know what, what they were. Good. <coughs> I like it. All right. That is it. So next week, I still have my notes for next week is I'm um, off to the Dominican Republic. I'm not. What are we doing next week? It's the Ten Commandments of the Cigar Shop. And uh, we have a cigar from the, the care package and uh, lots more information. We're meeting with uh, all the reps and stuff. Everybody was down for the national sales meeting. So we're meeting with a lot of people this week. Yep. So we'll find out what the plans are for cigar companies out there and what we can share with you. And uh, until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And probably this week more than any other week, you learned nothing, nothing else during the last two hours. But always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.